0: Greetings, beloved, in Jesus' name, amen. I can give you opportunity just to greet two or three people next to you. Tell them you are glad to see them in church this day. It's so good to be a child of God. Can you tell somebody next to you, it's so good to be a child of God? Amen. It's a privilege. Because some of you, if you were a child of one of the greatest politicians, you are going to be very proud. But imagine, I'm a child of the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. Tell your neighbor you are sitting next to somebody who is a child of the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. Amen. And as we were singing that song, you are the pillar that holds my life. I realized that actually, if Jesus is the pillar that holds my life, my life can never crumble. Because that's the pillar. And secondly, Jesus is also my life. Amen. 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 So let's go to the book of Acts chapter 17. Before I give you the introduction, because I just want us to understand that God created us for a special assignment. If you don't know that, you are going to live your life chasing other people's assignments. Have you ever realized why are you created for such a time as this? Why is it that you were not created a thousand years ago? Do you know that there are some people who were born a thousand years ago? But you are born in this era that we are in. It means your assignment is for this particular moment. Amen? And have you ever asked yourself why are you born in the country where you are born? or wherever you are at this moment, it's because your assignment is here. Amen. Now go to Acts chapter 17 from 24 to 31 in the NLT. NLT 24 to 31. Mr. MJ are going to read that one for us. Acts 17.
1: He is the God who made the world and everything in it. That
0: statement is undisputable. Can you tell your neighbor that statement is undisputable? (laughs) Many people may make a lot of claims but I know that my God, he is the God who made the world and everything in it. He has made even those people that are making claims.
1: Continue. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples.
0: So he is the Lord of heavens and the earth.
1: huh. And human hands can't serve his needs for he has no needs.
0: I like this kind of God <laughs> who doesn't have a need. He is the all-sufficient God. There is somewhere where the Bible says God was actually challenging the children of Israel. He said you guys say these things are your gods. Imagine a God who is a person's imagination. Somebody thinks, I'm going to, to create a God now. I'm going to carve a God now. He says, you take the wood and you say, I'm going to make a God now. And he says, after carving it and putting it in a particular place, it doesn't move. You will come, you will always find it there. And he says, when you pray to it, it doesn't talk either. So God couldn't understand that. I also don't understand that. Do you understand people who worship idols? And hopefully there is none among us who does that. Amen? Amen. Because God is God on his class alone. And he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Mm -hmm.
1: He himself gives life and breath to everything. And he satisfies every need.
0: So he himself gives life to everything. So he's not only the pillar of my life, but he is my life. Amen. 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 And he gives, he satisfies every need. So whatever need you've got, he satisfies every need. Continue.
1: From one man, he created all the nations
0: throughout the whole earth. I like this portion. Did you know that we are all coming from one man? Amen. Amen. All our differences today and all the wars in the world, this nation fighting against that nation, this tribe looking down upon that tribe, you need to tell them, guys, we all come from one man. Amen. 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 We are all descendants of one man. Amen. You, you know that we all come from Adam and Eve, isn't it? Except those who claim to come from chimpanzees. There are some people whom, when we tell them you were created in the image of God, they will look for all the reasons and defend that I was not created in the image of God, I came from a chimpanzee. <laughs> then the other time I thought I wouldn't argue with you. If you want the chimpanzee to be your grandpa, that's fine. But as for me, I was created in the image of God. And he says he is my life and he satisfies every need.
1: Mm-hmm. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall Mm -hmm. and he determined their boundaries.
0: So even the boundaries that are put, he determined them beforehand. Uh His purpose was for the nations to seek after God. Look at God's purpose. It was for the nations to seek after God. God. People today are seeking after things. But God's original purpose of creating you and I was that we may seek him.
1: Mm -hmm. and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. And that's though he is not far from any one of us. Mm -hmm. For in him we live and move and exist.
0: Yeah. So in him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. Okay? For your own sake you can read up to 31 but we'll end there. So I just want you to understand that this is the God Who created everything? Who created the heavens and the earth? Amen? Amen. But he also determined what time you should be alive on earth. Because your assignment is for such a time as this. Tell your neighbor, your assignment assignment is for for such a time as this. Let's look at Esther chapter 4 verse 13 and 14. NLT still. Because there was a time when Esther came into the palace of King Xerxes, And then when the Jews were going to be annihilated and Mordecai said can you go to the king and plead our case for Haman the enemy of the Israelites has gone out and, and a decree has been issued with the signature of the king that the Israelites will have to be killed. They had even put a date to kill them. Then Mordecai goes to Esther. He says, Can you please go to the king and plead our case? Now, Esther thinks about her own preservation. And she says, No one is allowed to go before the king unless the king calls that person. So I can't risk my life by going before the king. But I like the answer of Mordecai. Esther chapter 4 verse 13 and 14 NLT. Um, that's Mordecai. You start where it says
1: Mordecai sent his reply. Mordecai sent his answer back. Esther, don't think that just because you live in the king's palace, you will be the only Jew to escape.
0: So he was saying, don't you think, don't ever think that you are in a privileged position and you are the only one who will escape when the rest of us are going to be killed. Mm -hmm.
1: If you keep quiet now. Okay,
0: why I like in the NLT? You're not reading the NLT. Because the NLT says, if you keep quiet at a time like this. If you keep quiet at a time like this. Do you have the NLT? Go for NLT. Is it? My NLT says if you keep quiet (laughs) unless if I made a mistake. Yeah. Which version is that one? But that looks like my NLT. (laughs) If you keep quiet at a time like this.
1: Um, there is one from you, Vision and another one from Bible Gateway, oh. so the two are not the same.
0: I only thought it was the Amplified that were amplified. also, they say Amplified Classic and another Amplified. Now, I've learned something today. So read it in this kind of analogy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amen. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place.
0: I like the faith of this man. Do you know that there are people who think, if I don't get involved, things will not work out? Amen. Mordecai says, if you keep quiet at a time like this, it's not an issue. God will still deliver his people. It's just that you would have missed an opportunity to be part of what God is doing. That's why, as for me, if God is going to do something, I'd rather be part of it. Because God can do with or without me. Amen. But I can't do without God. So, Mordecai says, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. That he was sure of. That God is going to deliver his people. And it's good to be defended by God. Amen. Amen. Because it doesn't depend on the size of your armies. That's why I serve God. That's why I like it when God says he will be an enemy to my enemies. That's why I like it when God fights my battles. Continue.
1: But you and your relatives will die. Mm. Who knows? Okay, who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such a time as this?
0: He says, Who knows? Perhaps you were made a queen for such a time as this. So I want us to entitle our message today You were created for such a time as this. Amen. There's a specific reason why at this time and not a thousand years ago. Amen. The issue is sometimes we do not know the reason for our existence. The reason why people today are seeking after things going up and down. They have forgotten who created them. And when God created me, he decided I must live at such a time as this. So if there is any assignment that needs me, I'm available. That's why today, as we are going to dedicate this baby, baby yeah. Kulen Tapiwa Junior Majambe, he also decided, the Lord decided this young man des- deserves to live at such a time as this. Yeah. So there should be something special. Mr. and Miss Majambe, don't take this assignment lightly. Out of the whole earth God decided that young man would be well placed in your family. And imagine if God entrusts me with something. It means he has chosen And he has decided you are the people that can take care of that one until he reaches his destiny and his assignment in life. So it means parents We've got a very great responsibility to be entrusted to raise up our children, to live their, uh, their assignment in life. Amen. Amen. So I want to ask you something, because many people, why, why the world is in the state that it is in today, is because people do not know why they were created. You remember the other verse we read, it says, God created the nation so that they may seek him. Isn't it? Now, I'm going to give some few examples. Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes. You call it Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, or the preacher. Chapter 1, verse 13. I want to share this with you. For those of you who still want to experiment with your lives. Do you know that you only have one life to live? It's not a game. You know in a game, you've got five lives. Huh? I see some games and you are told you've got five lives. So you can waste the first life. You say, I've got more, four more lives. The other life, I still have three more lives. But not in real life. In real life, you only have one life. And if you experiment with it, I know of people who were killed by their friends when they were drunk. Hmm. But when you die you don't die an experimental death. You die a real death which means don't experiment with your life. So I want us just to look at some few things with example of somebody who has experimented and now after experimentation he says guys you don't all have to go the way that I've gone. I can give you a summary. You know the researchers, they will make a research and then say this is the hypothesis and this research has been proven. So for all of you who are still experimenting with your life, let's look at the preacher. Ecclesiastes thirteen in the Good News and then we are going to read 2 1 to 11. 13 Good News Ecclesiastes.
1: I determine that I will examine and study all the things that are done in this world. I like it.
0: You know the, ex- the, the research that he was doing. He wasn't doing a research like most of us do just for a particular thing. He says, I'm going to research life. I determine that I would examine and study all the things that are done in the world. So even the things that you are still thinking are exciting today when you are out of the ways of the Lord somebody researched that. So now let's go to chapter 2 and look at the experiment and the research and what the outcome of the research was. Chapter 2 from verse 1 to 11 in the good news and as he is reading I want you to look at the amount of eyes. Eye, 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 eye and look at how much God, God, God or the Lord.
1: Okay? Look at the experiment. I decided to enjoy myself and find out what happiness is. But I found that this is useless too.
0: So he made a research and then he, he got a conclusion. Hmm.
1: I discovered that laughter is foolish. Mm-hmm. That, pleasure, that pleasure does you no good. Mm-hmm. Driven on by my desire for wisdom, I decided to cheer myself up with wine and have a good time.
0: Those, o- those of you who want to have a good time, can you repeat? Can you repeat that one for those who want to have a good time?
1: Repeat. I decided to cheer myself up with wine and have a good time. So you're not the first one.
0: huh? You talk to us as if you have discovered something very precious. Pastor, I just want to have a good time. You are coming many, many years later down the line.
1: I thought that this might be the best way people can spend their short lives on earth.
0: That's what he thought. And that's what many many people
1: still think today. Mm -hmm. I accomplished great things. Mm -hmm. I built myself houses and planted vineyards. Mm -hmm. I planted gardens and orchards Mm -hmm. with all kinds of fruit trees in them. Mm -hmm. I dug ponds to irrigate them. I bought many slaves, and there were slaves born in my household. I owned more livestock than anyone else who had ever lived in Jerusalem. Mm. I also piled up silver and gold from the royal treasuries of, of the lands I ruled. Mm-hmm. Men and women sang to entertain me, mm-hmm. and I had all the women and men. So, want. so
0: those of you who think having a lot of women, just repeat that one, <laughs> because other, some of you, you've got your wife, but you still think I need many, many more. Somebody did it before, and actually, I don't think you can beat this guy. He had a thousand of them. 700 wives and 300 concubines. A thousand in total. And you tell me how many years he needs. For each one of them. (laughs) Just in case he needs only a day for each.
1: I had all the women a man could want. Mm. Yes, I was great. Greater than anyone else who had ever lived in Jerusalem. And my wisdom never failed me. Mm. Anything I wanted, I got. I did not deny myself any pleasure. I did not deny. So
0: if you look up to verse 11, we'll end it there. But he's keeping on saying, I, I, I. And I haven't seen the Lord. And if your life is going to be I, 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 then you will end up just go to verse 11. Because then at the end, he he came to a conclusion also. So he makes experiments and he tells you the conclusion.
1: Mm -hmm. Then I thought about all that I had done Mm -hmm. and how hard I had worked doing it. Mm. And I realized that it didn't mean a thing. Mm. It was like like chasing the wind of no use at all. So why would you spend your
0: life chasing the wind? Hmm? Any of you who ever caught the wind? So he's saying, in other versions he says meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. Because all that God wants us to do is to have a relationship with him. And all these other things will be added unto us. I like it when things are added unto me and me not chasing after things. Amen. Amen. Jesus says, your father knows the things you need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. Unto you. I like it when things are added to my life. I like it when money looks for me. Not me looking for money. Don't want to to degrade myself to that level. Hmm? Amen. Surely goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. And Deuteronomy 28 it says, If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. That's what I like. I want to be in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord just showers me with his blessing. Amen. Amen. So, because some people, did you know that there are people who live, even if it doesn't matter how many years of life you live, if you do not fulfill your assignment, if you do not leave a positive legacy on earth, then what benefit is that? So I want us to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 3 to 6. And by the way, Ecclesiastes was written by the same Solomon, the very guy who made experiments and found out that this is meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. Ecclesiastes 6, 3 to 6, ERV.
1: A man might live a long time and have 100 children.
0: Okay. You might live a long time and have,
1: have how many children? Hundreds. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if he is not satisfied with those good things, mm-hmm. and if no one remembers him after his death. I want that thing. If no
0: one remembers
1: him after his death. So it means whatever achievement
0: or whatever things that I do in life, if no one remembers me after death, what what, what is the issue?
1: I say that a baby who dies at birth is better off than that man.
0: So mm. He says a baby who, was, who died at birth, is still born, is better off than somebody who will live many, many years on this world and depart without making an impact. Mm. You're, not, you're forgotten. You are gone and you are forgotten. Amen. Amen. But I'm living at such a time as this. Mm. May the will of God be done through my life. So when I say, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm also saying I'm a ves- vessel that you can use for your kingdom to expand on earth. Because in Isaiah he says, of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. So we are witnesses of the kingdom of God. Continue. It is senseless
1: when a baby is born dead.
0: Mm, it is senseless. I also don't think it's good that way.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. The baby is quickly buried in a dark grave Mm. without even a name. (laughs) The baby never saw the sun Mm. and never knew anything. Mm. But the baby finds more rest than the man who never enjoyed what God gave him. So look, he's comparing this man, the the baby, the stillborn baby,
0: who didn't even have a name, with this person who lives a meaningless life. Hmm? There are some people who just live Day and night, not knowing where they are going. No purpose in life. Continue. He might live two thousand years. Okay, I didn't know you could live even two thousand years. Mm. Only no Metuselah. nine. Is it nine six nine? Yeah. So, but I think the preacher here was just saying: no matter how many years you may live, if you leave no legacy. If you make no impact, what good is it? You could have as well died at birth. Continue.
1: But if it does not enjoy life, then the baby who was born dead has found the easiest way to the same end. Amen. But
0: we are not going to be like that, isn't it? We know God created us for a purpose. And your destination, your assignment was already finished before you were even created. You know what I like? (laughs) God is so good. What I like in Genesis, if you read creation, you will see that God created everything and made everything ready for man before he created man. Man was only made on day six. Okay? So why do you think God will allow you to come on earth before he he, he finishes the setup for you? Amen. So what he did in creation he made the whole setup. Let's prepare this for them. Okay, they will need light. Light be. Uh, they will need the, 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 the shrubs and the trees. Let the trees come forth. So all those things were being prepared for you and I. And on day six, God said, let us make man in our image. Let them have dominion on the earth. Let them be like us in our likeness. You see that I'm not like a chimpanzee. Hmm. I'm like God. Amen. Jeremiah 1.5, New King James. Because God does not, is not taken by surprise on anything. Even when the little boy Kulan Majambe had to come on earth, God decided the young man comes here. Some of the babies we say they were born out of wedlock. We talk as if they are accidents. It may be an accident to your mother and your father, but you are not an accident to God. Amen. Yeah, of course, if you're not married and you have a child, we're going to rebuke you. Okay? Yeah, because that's not right. But the baby is not a mistake. It was for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. It's just that the means... That the baby came through. We may not agree with. But the baby had to be here. Amen. 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 So Jeremiah 1.5. New King James. I like it because God. Finishes the setup. And then. He gets me into the sea. Even the things that we are going to do. For his kingdom. He has already finished the setup. Go for it.
1: Then the word of the Lord. Came to me saying. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Okay, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you.
0: So it means I was there somewhere before I came to my mother. Tell your neighbor, I was there somewhere before I came to my mother. Hmm. Because God knew me before. I remember the other time Jesus said this to to the Pharisees. Before Abraham was, I am. They said, what is this young man saying? He's not even 30. And he says before Abraham was, he is.
1: Continue. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Okay,
0: so for Jeremiah, his assignment was he
1: was ordained a prophet to the nations.
0: Before He was even born. So what were you ordained to be in life before you were born? You don't go in life trying to search this and trying to compare your life with so and so and measuring success according to the standards of the world. That's why if you look at Paul, Paul also was predestined. Go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1 to 14 in the NLT. We do it NLT and then we'll do King James. Ephesians one one to fourteen, but we'll end ama- along the way. Do verse one.
1: This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle. Okay, of Christ so he Jesus. says chosen by the will of God to be
0: what? An to be an apostle. So he's saying I didn't make myself an apostle. Mm. Jeremiah says God says Jeremiah, I've anointed you and called you to be. A prophet. Before you were even born. Now Paul. Chosen to be an apostle. Beforehand. Okay. Go to verse
1: 4. Even before he made the world. God loved us. And chose us in Christ. Okay. Tell your neighbor I was
0: chosen. Before the world was even created. I like that. You know people think that in life we have to live looking for things. My destiny is completed. Amen. I just have to find what God says about my life. And not allow people to define my life. Because they didn't create me. So he says even before he made the world, he chose us in Christ. Verse 5.
1: God decided in advance To adopt us into his own family. So when did God decide to
0: to adopt us?
1: In advance. Amen.
0: So I'm just fitting into the plan. The plan is already there. The plan is already finished. The only thing is if you do not go with God's plan, then you may get out of your life where you should be. Do you think there is anybody who was created to be a gangster? I don't think so. If, if you were created to be a gangster, then it would have been good if you were not born. Because you're troubling people here. So I believe that when you become that which God didn't create you to be, you're actually going out of the plan. The plan is already laid. Do you know that there are people... Okay, let's do it this way. If you've got a plan of your house... You, that's that's the blueprint, isn't it? That's how you want your house to look like. But depending on the kind of builders you get, you can get that house or a different house. Okay? And then if you get a different house, tell them to demolish it. That's not the house. So similarly, God says, we are like potters. We are like clay in his hands. So if Whatever the formation that was happening in your life is not in line with the plan. Let it be demolished and let God remodel me again. Amen. I want to fulfill this assignment for my life. Amen. Because if you do it in the King James. Do it in the King James. Let's do verse 4 and verse 5. And then verse 11.
1: According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Okay,
0: so he chose us in him when?
1: Before the foundation. When? Before the foundation of the world.
0: Before even the chimpanzee. <laughs> Amen. That's when I was chosen. Uh-huh. Having predestined us. Okay. Having predestined us. Okay. What is the meaning of the word pre? destination. Pre means before. Destination means (laughs) where you are going. Okay? So I don't keep on searching in life where I should be going. My destiny is already known. He has finished where I'm going before I even begin. That's why the Lord says I know the plans that I have for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. Plans of a good and expected future. The end is already, he says I am a God who proclaims the end from the beginning. Amen. 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 So now if he predestined me, any of you has ever been on a plane, a flight? Or even a train or anything? When they give you a ticket, it reflects your destination. Okay? And then you undertake the trip to that destination. So, the word of God, finding the will of God helps you to find that blueprint of where God wants you to go. But it's still upon you whether you want to go to the destination that God said is for your life. Because people define predestination this way. They say predestination, it means I don't have any say in that. So, why is it that you have a say to the destination where you want to go? Isn't it? Because if they show you a ticket and they say Jobek and you were, you, you, you were going to Singapore, do you just say uh, anything, any will, as long as it's the will of God? No. You tell them, I'm not going to Jobek, I'm going to Singapore. The destination here is not in line with where I'm going. Amen. I know where I'm going. Tell your neighbor, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. Amen. Amen. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. He guides me. Verse, read verse 11.
1: In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will.
0: So he says he predestined me. He gave me a destination and tells me where I'm going before I even begin. But he makes sure that everything is working toward the purpose. Amen? Can I ask you a question? If you were Joseph and The destination was your brothers will bow to you. Your mother and your father will bow to you. Okay? You remember that dream? Some of you have got dreams and you are allowing either your brothers or any other devil to kill your dream. Okay? So now look, the brothers say, let's take him and kill him. We will see what will become of his dream. So they thought they could kill a dream. Okay? And then of course Reuben said, guys we can't do that. He's the blood uh, we are the same blood with him. Maybe let's put him in a pit. The Bible says he was thinking after they were not there he would take him out to the, to the father. But then when they saw the Ishmaelites coming took him taken to a foreign land. Tell me if you were Joseph what would you be thinking? Did I hear God? Isn't it? Did I hear God? How are my brothers and my parents going to bow to me when I'm going to this foreign land? And I like, I love God. Because wherever you go, if you are favored of God, favor goes with you. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says when Joseph arrived in Egypt He was sold to Potiphar. And when he came to Potiphar's house, everything in Potiphar's house was blessed because of the presence of Joseph. And it says because God was with Joseph. So can you tell your neighbor, wherever I go, favor follows me. me. Amen. Amen. So when he was there at Potiphar's house, you remember the story where the wife accused him? Then he was taken to prison. Where is the dream now? But when he was taken to prison, what does the Bible say? And the Lord was with Joseph. I like it. So tell your neighbor, it doesn't matter what prison I go into. As long as the Lord is with me. Because when he arrived there, instead of him being a prisoner, he became a prison warder. When he was at Potiphar's house, he was a ruler. In prison promoted prison warder. But then, let me tell you this. Then there were these two gentlemen who dreamt, the butler and the baker. You remember the story? For one, he said, for those of you who like to be prophesied, okay. (coughs) So, So for this one, one of them said, I had a dream can you tell me? So he said, okay, what's the dream? And he explained, he explained. Then he said, yeah, for you, the baker, it means uh, Pharaoh is going to take you out of prison and is going to restore you to your position. And then the other one wanted to prophesy, also. <laughs> 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 I also dreamt. What does that my dream mean? Oh, I'm sorry for you. Pharaoh is going to take you out and take your head off. Now you no longer believe that prophet of yours. huh? Okay. But then to this guy that was going to be serving Pharaoh, he said, when you come before Pharaoh, put a word for me before Pharaoh because I'm in prison for something that I never did. And you know what happened? When the guy was out, he forgot about Joseph. But how many of you know that even if people forget you God doesn't forget? Yeah. Amen. God does not forget. So at the right time Joseph had to come out but I want you to think if you were Joseph now you are in prison do you ever think you're going to see your brothers again? Do you ever think you're going to see your father again? You don't even know if your father is still alive at this moment. But you had a dream. Trust God that what I heard from God will surely come to pass. So he comes out, he interprets Pharaoh's dream because the the baker said, I remember when I was in prison, there was this man who interpreted my dream. I think he, he can interpret your dream too. So when Joseph thought that he was interpreting Pharaoh's dream, he was in essence interpreting his own dream. Because Pharaoh said, Who better can do this? Come out and then you become now the ruler of Egypt. And you see now things are starting to work. So those of you who are faith people, only now you start saying, Amen! Amen! Now we can see. Because some of you use your faith like this. You use your faith by signs. When things seem to be working well, Amen! The Lord is working. Don't walk by sight. The devil will confuse you. So even when things seem not to be working, walk walk by the word and the conviction that is in your heart. So whether you are in prison, whether you are in Potiphar's house, you still know that the Lord's promises are going to be fulfilled. Amen. Amen. That's what you do with faith. Amen. Can we go to now (coughs) with the children, the responsibility of the children. Like I said, that when God gives you a child, There is a responsibility. All these things that we are talking about, it's so that God can also help us to set our children up for the good future. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18 to 21, King James Version, AKJV, Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21.
1: Therefore, you shall lay up these words in your heart and in your soul. So
0: it means the thing that counts above everything else is the word. Mm.
1: And bind them for a sign upon your hand. So the thing that should
0: be above everything else is
1: the word of God in
0: my life. Mm. Because if I know what God has said, God says he watches over his word to fulfill
1: it. Continue. That they may be as frontlets between your eyes, mm. and you shall teach them your children. Okay, you shall teach them
0: to your children. Now, how about those parents who don't even know the word? What are you going to teach your children? Sarungano, sarungano, sarungano. You see, when I grew up, our parents didn't know the word, so they know they knew the myth and folklore. Sarungano, sarungano, sarungano. A thousand years ago, Sarungan. There was a certain snake, Sarungan. That doesn't help. The devil is not afraid of Sarungan or Sarungan. Amen. 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 So God gives us something that works. That when we are confronted with the enemy, we can say it is written. It is written. So he says this word, teach it also to your children. There are parents who don't even know the word what are you going to teach that child huh parents you better know the word you better have something to give to your children that even as your children grow you know in the past we used to depend on schools to teach our children prayer now the devil is rampant he said there is no more prayers in school so now if you don't if you depend on schools to teach your children prayer how will how will you do it now So he says, you teach your children. So you teach your children the way. Teach them to love other children. Teach them to pray. Teach them to exercise their faith. It's good to have little ones exercising their faith. Sometimes I like the Sunday school. Sunday school would sometimes come up here. Miss Norky, they say, I went to the enemy's camp. Take back what the devil stole. Satan is under my feet. Amen. And now you are an adult. You don't know Satan is under your feet. You think it's over your head. <laughs> Amen. The Sunday school. is just that I didn't call. Them. They were going to show you. I went to the enemy's camp. Amen. I like going to the enemy's camp. Because the enemy likes to come to my camp. And I'm not going to wait for him to come to my camp. I'm going to go to his camp. Amen. Amen. Take back what is told. Divine health is my portion. Divine protection is my portion. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge. My God in whom I trust. Surely He delivers me from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Continue with it. You shall teach them to your children, mm. speaking of them when you sit in your house. Okay. Parents, let's teach our children.
0: Let's train our children. Okay? Because when we find that your child is spoiled, do you know that there are some people who want to start teaching a child at, at church? Hmm? There are children who don't know a no. Hmm. I've got a friend. <laughs> He's also a pastor and a doctor in, in, up in the north when his son is misbehaving, he says, I see you are running short of vitamin (laughs) no. So it seems, it seems because you haven't been having a lot of no's of late. Now that's why you're behaving like this. So we're going to give you some vitamin no. There are some children who don't know a no. You go to a shop with them. Mommy, I want this. And he said, no, we can't buy this now. And then the child starts crying. Now you've got to buy it because the child is crying. Mm -mm. Don't do that. Teach them. Teach them. Let them know that the other children who are disciplined is because of their parents. So you say, as for me, I'm going to take my responsibility my child. I'm going to discipline you and make sure you walk in the ways of the Lord. God has entrusted you to me.
1: Continue. And when you walk by the way, When you lie down and when you rise up. Mm. And you shall write them on the doorpost of your house Mm. and on your gate. Mm. That your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord sought your fathers. Look
0: at this. God's promises. He was saying this to the children of Israel and I like it that this promise also came for us also. That God wants me to have many days on earth. You know in Ephesians it says honor your father and your mother that you may live long on the earth. This is a commandment with a promise. So that you may live long on the earth. I want my days to be multiplied. I am not going before the assignment is finished. Hmm, I declare it like that. You won't hear that, oh, pastor was going to Limpopo and now he died. and, And that assignment, what about that building? No. I refuse. Because I know the destination. Isn't it? Imagine if you were Christ. You know that Christ was going, well, how was Jesus going to die? On the, cross. On the cross. Now Herod want to kill Christ at birth. It's not going to be possible because the destiny of Jesus is not with Herod, it's at the cross. Amen. One time they were in a boat and the storms and then the says the winds were blowing in and the water was starting to fill. The boat, and you remember what the disciples said, Master, don't you care that we perish? They were saying we are going to die. Jesus says, How is it that you have no faith? Hmm. Exercise your faith. I'm not going to die in the sea. Hmm. Because imagine if Jesus now capsized on the sea and he died, huh? you were going to say, Whatever the will of the Lord, if he has to die in the sea, he must die in the sea. You haven't read. He is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth. So his destiny is already proclaimed before he begins. When the Bible says for you Jeremiah, I've appointed you a prophet before you were even born. So it means he could not die before he became a prophet that God has appointed him to be. Because he has predestined me. So what I'm doing is I'm just walking in the plan. Amen. So that my days may be multiplied. I like days that are multiplied. And then 1819, Genesis. Genesis 1819.
1: For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him. That they keep the way of the Lord. Okay. So God
0: says, I know Abraham. I know that he will command his children after him. I know he will teach his children. Parents, can God say he knows that we are going to teach our children? Huh? Can God say that about you? All of us who are parents, can God say that about us? That I know that he will teach the children. Huh? He will teach his children. I want, you see, for me, my parents were not born again. I got born again before them. Okay? But I want that the Mukosi generation be a generation of faith. I want to leave a legacy of faith. That when Abner, Blessing, Jubilee, Warifa, and them, they've got to take this, perpetuate this legacy. Amen. Because I like it when Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, the faith that I see in you is like the faith that was there in your grandmother, Louise, and even in your mother, Eunice. Now I'm convinced that this faith is in you also. Amen. That is the kind of legacy that we've got to leave for our generations to come. Amen. 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 Mr. Majambe and Miss Majambe, you've got a lot of work to do. Amen. You've got a lot of work to do with Kulin. Amen. Amen. So <clears throat> I'll take two more scriptures and we wind down. So we are beginning our descent. For those of you who fly, we are beginning our descent now. I think we've been cruising, isn't it? So, cabin crew, get ready. Proverbs 22 verse 6 in the Amplified. I like this one in the Amplified. Proverbs 22, 6. Because this is about training up our children. So the things that I told you earlier about children that are spoiled, you're not training them right. Train the children well. Children are pliable. Okay? Actually children are like, should I say, a computer that you can program the way you want. Okay? A computer comes and then you can program, you can put in the programs you want in that. Okay? Because some children, if we want to see what mommy and daddy do, you just let those children come here. You will find the child. <laughs> then you try to think, where did you get this? Eh? No, my daddy one is angry. My daddy one is angry. So what what legacy are you perpetuating? Huh? Can't it be that the child should say, "Daddy, when, when things are not working out, Daddy calls us to pray." My, and maybe at school you find this child calling other children, Let, "Let's come and." pray and it's, a, it's an eight-year-old. Come, let's pray. We want children like that, isn't it? Mm, because they are well trained. So Proverbs 22:6 amplified.
1: Train up the child, in the way
0: he should go. So it means you can train up a child in the way he should go. You decide how you want this child to go, but you should be. I like in the amplified now. Read.
1: And in keeping with his individual gift or bent. I like that. So, he says, in keeping with his individual gift or bent,
0: it means children are not the same. Okay? Some of us, we train children in mass production. Uh -uh. In keeping with his individual gift or bent. So, it means you need to know what is in the assignment of brother Kulen there. And then, in keeping with that, train up the child. In keeping with his individual gift or bent. So let's go to Judges. We'll conclude with this one so that at least then you understand how do you do it in keeping with the individual gift or bent. Judges chapter 13, 3 to in the New King James. It was the time when Samson was going to be born. Okay? And I want you to look at this closely. How Samson was going to be born and that his destination was already finished before he was born. And then I also want you to look at the attitude of the parents. Parents, all the parents, we need to take this seriously. Okay? I've been talking in general to everybody but this, more especially for parents. Look at these two parents, Manoah and his wife. Judges chapter 13, 3-8 New King James
1: And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son But but it's good
0: to hear a word from God. Irrespective of your situation. If you have heard something from God, stick with that. Stick with that promise.
1: Hold on to the promise. Mm-hmm. now therefore be caref- please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink and not to eat anything unclean mm. for behold he shall conceive and bear a son mm. and no razor shall come upon his head mm. for the child shall be a Nazirite to God from the womb so I want you to look at this do you see that the angel is spelling out exactly what
0: Samson would be like huh He doesn't get born and then all of a sudden, oh, this one may be a Nazarite. This one may deliver the Israelites. No. It was already decided before. Okay? He says he will be a Nazarite from the womb. Eh?
1: And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So,
0: do you see that the assignment was Samson was already set before he was born? Huh? This thing here that is being said here, Samson was not yet born. But the Bible says he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So when Samson now was a powerful man and delivering the Israelites from the hands of the Philistines he was just fulfilling the plan. Okay? Yeah. It had to be Samson. Just like there is a specific assignment that has to be done by you. That's why you were born for such a time as this. Mm -hmm.
1: So, the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Mm. Very awesome. Mm. But I did not ask him where he was was from, and he did not tell me his name. Mm. And he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean, for the child shall be another's right to God from the womb to the day of his death, so it means here this child's
0: destiny was already finished before he was born, isn't it?
1: So it is with you, okay, continue then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, "O Lord, O oh my Lord, please let the men of God whom you sent whom you, whom you sent come to us again and teach us what shall what we shall do for the child who will be born.
0: I like parents like Manoah. Manoah says, this is a very serious responsibility. May you send the man of God again to come and teach us what should be done to kill him. Amen. We want to know because we don't know what is his band, what is his individual gift. So teach us what should be done with him. He said, no, he will be a Nazarite from birth. He should not have any razor on his head. You see, they were given the, the, the manual. But I like Judges 13 verse 12 in the TLB. Judges 13.8 TLB. So Manoah asked him, can you give us any special instructions about how we should raise the baby after he is born, okay? I said do it in the TLB. Verse 12, so Manoah asked him, if you don't have it, let me do it. So he says, so Manoah asked him, can you give us any special instructions? About how we should raise the baby after he is born, Mr. and Miss Majambe, you need to seek the face of the Lord as to how to raise Kulen. Okay, so you've got that responsibility. Let's be parents. Let's be like Mano. Father, guide us. What are the instructions to raise this child? Some of you, we don't know. Maybe your child is going to be the next president in whatever years of the country. So you need to start raising him up like a president. Amen. That's the good thing. When you know when you know where the child is going to end up, you start treating him like a president. Amen. Because you've read the end of the book. Amen. You already know this child shall be this. So it means as parents, we really have to seek the face of God and know. Because if Manoah could know what the assignment of the child was. It means if we seek the face of the Lord diligently especially when he says train the child in the way he should go in keeping with his individual gift or bent. It means he can reveal the gift to me. He can reveal the bent to me as a, as a parent. Amen. So that then I train him in that way. So we'll conclude with these two verses. 1 John 3 8 and Ecclesiastes thirteen fourteen. both of them in the Amplified. 1 John 3, 8, C. So that you may see that even Jesus, his assignment was finished before he was even born. When he came on earth, it was already determined what he is coming to do. Can we read 1 John 3, 8, C? The, the, reason, reason the, uh-huh.
1: the reason the Son of God was made manifest, visible, Was to undo, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil has done. Hmm. I
0: like it this way. You see what Jesus has come to do? To destroy, to undo, to loosen, and to dissolve the works of the devil. Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus is my healer. Amen. So when the devil oppresses people, Jesus sets them free. Amen. But it says the reason he was made manifest. The assignment was already known. That's why we say Jesus is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth. So if he was slain before the foundations of the earth, it means he was slain before you sinned. Okay? he it, it was slain even before Adam and Eve sinned so nothing takes God by surprise it's not as if God says ah Adam is sinned now Ish. we didn't have a plan for this we never expected this Mm-mm. the lamb of God was slain before the foundations of the earth so when Adam sinned God says the lamb has already been slain amen So the devil is always on a back foot. Even where he thinks he catches you, the Lord gives you victory. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Hmm. I think it should be terrible to be the devil. Because even where you are supposed to win, you lose. Isn't it? Because God favors me. Amen. Amen. God favors me. When the referee favors you, you win even if you don't deserve to. That is grace. God's unmerited favor. Amen. Amen. That's why I'm more than a conqueror. It's not by power nor by might. I just depend on him. I depend on him to protect me. I depend on him to heal me. And he always does. Amen. Amen. Now let's conclude with Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13 and 14 and then we're going to dedicate the baby unto the Lord. Amplified Ecclesiastes 12 13 and 14. Because I've said a lot of things. But we started with Ecclesiastes when he was telling us about the experiments and all that. But now, he wants to conclude in a good note. Okay? You remember when we started, we talked about all those experiments. But after, at the end of it all, he wants to conclude now. (coughs) We will also conclude this way. Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14, Amplified. All
1: has been heard.
0: Okay. Okay. Guys, did you hear? Ask your neighbor, did you hear? Because he's taking it for granted that you were listening. (laughs) So if you were sleeping, we'll still give you benefit of doubt. All has been heard.
1: Okay. All has been heard. Mm -hmm. The end of the matter is this. So in other versions, they say
0: the conclusion of the matter is this. I like the conclusion. We can talk about meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. Life is meaningless. You are chasing the wind. What point are you driving home? Now he says, all has been had. This is the point I was driving home. Tell us, Brother Solomon. Now he's a brother. You see, the whole time when he had a thousand wives and he was misbehaving. I don't know what he was, but now he's Brother Solomon. Brother Solomon, tell us. Amen. You can call him Brother Soli. <laughs> <laughs> That's Solomon in short. <laughs> okay, tell us, Brother Solomon.
1: Fear God, revere and worship Him, knowing that He is, and keep His commandments. Mm-hmm. For this is the whole of man, the full original purpose of His creation. So, what is the original purpose of your creation? To fear God. and keep his commandments.
0: commandments. Amen. That's the original purpose.
1: Continue. Uh The object of God's providence, Uh the root of character, Uh the foundation of all happiness. I like it when he says the
0: foundation of all happiness. You remember somewhere when he was trying to seek happiness on his own, he said, I tried to have a good time and seek for happiness. I found it meaningless because it was not based on God. Now he says the conclusion of the matter is fear God and keep his commandment. This is the original purpose of your creation. This is the foundation of all happiness.
1: Mm-hmm. The adjustment to all inharmonious circumstances mm-hmm. and conditions under the sun. So all the inharmonious circumstances
0: and conditions under the sun, if people could just fear God and keep his commandments. That's why you can have a lot of rules and laws in the country. So you you legalize other things, you ban other things, sin keeps on being rampant. Do you know you you cannot control sin by laws? You can only control sin by change of hearts. Okay? So if people know and fear God, then they will do what needs to be done. You cannot expect a sinner not to live in sin. That's his nature. What, what kind of a sinner are you who doesn't sin? Hmm? If you are a sinner, be a good one at that. This is what I usually tell people, those of you who like one foot in the Lord, one foot out. I said it will be bad to, to perish and go to hell, having been at least having one foot at times in church, one foot out. Rather go to hell in style. (laughs) Having been the worst sinner they could be. Because the punishment is the same. Hmm? That's why the Lord says you should either be hot or cold. If you are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out. And when you are spewed out, you get the same results with the cold ones. Okay? So you could as well have been cold. So what am I saying to all of us? Fear God and keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. But it's not ending there because verse 14 it seems life doesn't end here. For God shall bring every way into judgment Hmm. with every
1: secret thing, Hmm. whether it is good
0: or evil. Yeah, Because some of you say this pastor doesn't prophesy. He doesn't know that I was sinning last night. (laughs) Hmm. Do I have a heaven? Whether I prophesy you or not, God will bring every work to judgment, whether good or evil. You, you don't need to be prophesied. You know, isn't it? Hmm, you know. That's why in this church, we'll never spend time preaching about this sin, that sin, this sin, that sin. You, just tell. you also know when you are sinning. Huh? Do you know that some people will be trying to defend and they argue with you, but in their heart they know it's sin. That's why the Bible says the Holy Spirit will convict you of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So you need that conviction from within. Amen. Amen. So, Mr. and Miss Majambe, we are ready for you. Well, may, may you come and join us. We are going to dedicate them and the, the boy unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's good that when the Lord has blessed us, we remember that God has given us the responsibility over these children. Amen. And He wants us to raise them up in the ways of the Lord. May the life of this young man go in line with his individual gift or bent. As the parents keep on seeking the Lord's face and training this young man. Okay. What about parents who usually miss church? How, what training should the child receive? <coughs> Missing church. Hmm. You know, training is different from teaching. Training is you teach by example. If you say, you must never miss church. But for me, I will just drop you with your mother in front of the church. It's just a matter of years till Kulen says, "Uh uh-uh, daddy, what you're telling us doesn't work. Because if it doesn't work for you, how does it work for us? So parents, let's train up children in the way they should go. Amen. Amen. So I'll ask the congregation to stand as we are going to pray and dedicate Kulen Tapiwa Majambe Jr. unto the Lord. I think maybe we should also ask the elder. Elder Maleke, can you also join us? Amen. We do this, and when we do it, the Lord confess that blessing. You know, I always like giving you this example. Those of you who attend graduation ceremonies, you will hear. Somebody says, Mr. Chancellor, the following candidates have complied with the requirements of the bachelor of this, 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 and then the Chancellor will say, I confer the degree. So, I speak the word of God over this young man and God confess the blessing. Amen. Amen. And when whom the Lord has blessed, no one can curse. You remember the story of Balaam? Hmm. Balaam was a soothsayer he, he could cast spells. And then he was hired by Balak to go and curse the children of Israel. And when he tried to curse them, he just found the words coming out of his mouth, a blessing. Amen. And then he says, I can't, I can't bless, curse somebody that has been blessed. So may it be that even your enemies who are casting spells on you, may you say, I'm uncurseable." If, if there is such an English word. Yeah. Because I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. So when we are going to declare a word over Kulen, uh, Tapua, Junior Majambe, the Lord will confer that blessing. And wherever this young man go, may he go with the favor of the Lord. May we kneel. <coughs> you keep standing and then you are joining us as I'm praying we bow our heads and pray. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we bless you. Yes, you. We honor you, my father, for this child, Kulen Tapewa Junior Majambe, whom you have given, Lord, to the Majambe family. Yes. May this child grow in the favor of the Lord. May he be kept in good health. May your favor be upon him and your face shine upon him. In the name of Jesus, Father, preserve him, cover him under the blood of Jesus, that the enemy cannot touch him. Let this young man grow to fulfill the destiny and the purpose for his life. In the name of Jesus, mighty Father, we thank you, we bless you. That he whom you have blessed, no one can curse.
1: Hallelujah. In
0: Jesus' name, Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, I declare that Kulen Tapiwa Junior Majambe is blessed. And the favor of the Lord is upon him from this time forth. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Amen.